Welcome back to part two of our conversation with designated drinker, celebrity chef, Christian Gill. So if you've missed part one, you know you're going to want to go back, belly back up to that bar and give that a listen first. Um, We promise we're going to save a seat right here for you. So in part one, Christian, we talked a little bit about your family, a lot about guys' grocery games, um, and about how performing is in your blood, just like cooking. Um, what? And since we left off on part one talking about Gina's vibrator, let's get spicy, shall we? No. <laughs> we were talking about my eggs. We were talking about my vibrator. That would be something blue, okay? <laughs> Got to keep it weird. Blue? No fucking flesh tones here. <laughs> wow. Hey, you know, whatever, oh, wow, whatever, wow, you wow. know. It's a new year, okay? There you go. There you go. Something borrowed, some something borrowed. I don't know. to your day. <laughs> Not the Billy Mays commercial. Add some sparkles <laughs> to your day with this blue egg. Good Why Lord. are you so blue with your blue egg? Wow, so wow, if wow, anyone's wow, confused, wow. remember I told you to go back to part one and listen. <laughs> It'll make a so, little more sense. <laughs> you'll have that cocktail Gina, how come you never did anything else on Food Network? Oh, because I had Christian on the show and I talked about a vibrator. Wait, That's why. My fault? Okay. <laughs> what? No, 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 no. Not your fault. I just, you know, I was like, whatever. I'll say whatever I want. Wait. Hurts. I'm sorry. So uh, let's talk a little Let's talk about your your restaurants that you've had, like some of your history and your business ventures. You know, we talked about TV, talk about performing. Um, tell us a little bit about um, some of the your entre- Tell us about your entrepreneurial side. Let's go there. Let's see here. We went to David Copperfield, like back in the like beginning of time. Um, so I uh, I was the co-founder and chef of Boomtown Biscuits and Whiskey out of Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, opened in 2018 in Cincinnati, Ohio, and it was a biscuit-focused brunch-centric whiskey bar and restaurant, uh, and I opened it with my best friend and business partner at the time, uh, PJ Newman, and then like, in the, it was kind of crazy because in the process of opening Boomtown, um, I literally flew out to go film Guy's Grocery Games, my first episode on Guy's Grocery Games that I won. I flew out to film that the week before, like the week that we were opening the restaurant. And then I flew home on a red eye and opened the restaurant, like the grand opening for the restaurant. So that was, and that kind of That's was crazy. Just uh, became kind of tradition at the point because it happened with my second boomtown as well, where I, I flew out, I was gone for a month to film the Netflix show and then flew home and on a red eye and literally opened that restaurant too. Um, so yeah, so I had the first restaurant and then, um, my business partner, friend, uh, PJ, died at the beginning of 2020 in January. So sad. Sorry. And, um, you know, we, we adapt and adjust. And I adapted and adjusted, and I decided to take on the restaurant on my own. And then uh, COVID happened. That was fun. It was like everything that could happen yeah. to a restaurant tour happened to me in the span of like six months. Yeah. Um, so that was, that was just, that was painful. But, uh, then I was a dumb, dumb, decided to open a second boomtown in the middle of the pandemic. Uh, and so, <laughs> so dumb, dumb. And I did. And <laughs> then, uh, so we persevered through, uh, 2020 through the, the initial, you know, 
ridiculousness of the pandemic uh, with Boomtown 1. Opened the second one. Uh, started working on a uh, like a slider joint called the Mighty Slider Bar, uh, which is like a slider shake joint in uh, northern Cincinnati. And it still hasn't come to fruition at this point. Um, but it's fine. I had the first two. And on top of that, uh, a lot of consulting and more TV appearances just in between all the smattering of restaurants. Um, and then my first restaurant, first Boomtown, closed officially in July of 2022. And just, you know, it just wasn't sustainable anymore. Um, I actually had um, attempted to close it in January of 2022 and was met with a, a great resistance. So there's a lot of community support to try to keep it open. Um, and But in the end, like I... I departed in January of 2022 and started to pursue kind of my own uh, my own path separate of the restaurant. It, it continued to stay open, but then it, it closed officially in July. And the second union, the union location, the second Boomtown, I, I believe is still open to this day, but I'm no longer affiliated with it. So it's uh, it's not my own. It's under new ownership, and that happens. You know, we open yeah. restaurants and we you know just figure out that maybe you know we're just not on the same same page maybe we just have different vibes in terms of investors and and chefs uh so and here we are so i've been with spiceology since march of 2022 and basically spiceology is a spice company out of the pacific northwest uh, that creates all of its own spice blends and house grind everything fresh stateside Everything is super, super, super fresh and uh, super urban spice forward as opposed to just salt and sugar. I like to say it's all thriller, no filler, um, unless it needs to be. (laughs) And then amidst that, I've just like, you know, spiceology Uh. and um, doing some consultation work as well as private chefing uh, for like Bengals players. I've been doing that. Had uh, Joe Burrow, ate a bunch of my gumbo. You know, he seems to, it's like his favorite in town. Um, That's amazing. It's a lot of fun. That was the first time he had it. And I was just like, I don't fangirl much, but I was just standing in the corner of the kitchen, just like, (laughs) (laughs) there's all this food. I made all this food. And he literally was just hovering around the gumbo pot all night. It was dope. Dope time. So, but yeah, that's. Oh, I'm sure it's got to be nice to see that. That's kind of amazing, right? Oh, yeah. So you're not in Kentucky. So you're in Ohio now, like full, like fully. I live in Northern Kentucky, but I still like I I live a quarter mile away from Cincinnati. The river is out my window, basically. Oh, okay, okay. So I was like super fucking bad at social studies and geography. So clearly, none of that makes any sense. <laughs> what airport do you fly into? <laughs> that's how I know where you are. Cincinnati <laughs> International, but it's located in. Covington, Kentucky. Got it. Yeah, because yeah, well, that's gonna be conv- well. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's confusing. No. Yeah, that's like flying into Dallas, but it's not Washington D.C. Yep. Got or it. flying Got into it. Reagan National, and it's in D.C. It, and it's listed as D.C.A. and it's not in D.C. either. It's in Virginia. <laughs> Here's a fun. Um, wait a minute, I got a fun little fact for you. That is in fact D- District of Columbia. The address for it used um, to be. 
My friends still have an um, office over there. It's the District of Columbia when, at Reagan National or whatever it is. Oh, the, the, the airport itself? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the zip code is DC. Huh. Isn't that weird? Huh. I know, yeah, because you get off of Virginia Highway to get there. So. You can go over <laughs> the bridge. You have to go over the Potomac River. Yeah. Some weird ass shit. I will say I was okay at social studies. I don't understand where you all live. Like, I, there's a bunch of rivers and swampy Potomac stuff over there, like just tributaries and all that. I don't understand. Whenever I'm in Virginia, it's called the government, Christian. It's called the government. Swampy tributaries. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the government is fucked up and they're trying to take away everything that everybody made good in this country all in the next fucking year. So. Here's my PSA for today. You better fucking vote, people, because you're going to be real upset with the outcomes when you were just complaining. Just vote. Always anyway. vote. It doesn't matter what time of year it is. Yeah. You know, beginning, we got some things, you know, things happen. Uh, but you can vote even at the lowest level. It, it, I, lowest sounds wrong, but even in the smallest, Lo- in local, smallest elections parts of it. Yep. local elections matter more. Local elections matter more. That's it. That's it. All right, I'm done. Do we're going to talk about politics. We're going to talk about where Christian is. Um, so we are, man. I'm not doing it. I'm so not doing it. We talked about, and you know, everyone knows that. Say, I've been throwing international in between your name as your middle name. You haven't even touched on that. I mean, which part do you want to touch on? Your lead in is still vague booking. <laughs> well, you talked about, about you being in I'm Canada. Yep. So I actually have done a uh, Food Network Canada show called um, Firemasters. So I was on Firemasters season two for Food Network Canada. So I like to say that I am uh, international, have international acclaim on the, uh, the TV and international. Yeah. So, so what kind of, what, cause that, I wanted that to make, I wanted you to make sense of the crap that was falling out of my face. So what was that show about? That show was insane. It was a, it was basically like chopped, um, but with only grills, smokers, and open fire. So you couldn't cook on a regular stove. You had no regular, no regular cooking appliances. You had literally grills, smokers, and an and open fire pit. So everything that you had to do had to be centered around those things. Um, those are the, you know, the only things you could use. And you, you know, if you were imparting smoke, you needed to actually impart smoke. If something was charred, like you need to be charred. Like it was pretty crazy. And on top of that, they're in Canada. And which means that because they're from Canada, they don't know what American food tastes like um, because it's not poutine. And so when you make things like, I love Canada, by the way, huge fan of Canada. I know that was very Trumpy of me to say, I love Canada, huge Trump. They just taste like China. It's like China. It's just great. Great people. The people over there in Canada. It's just they, you know, they admitted Coca Cola. That's right. Anyway, but they yeah. love you. They love me. And they're also very apologetic about everything. Even when they're being chippers, they're still like, oh, sorry. <laughs> just your bacon was cut too thick. And I'm like, no, that's called thick cut bacon. It's not ham like what you have here rolled into the form of salami. They kept bacon, and oh, sorry, but the bacon was just too thick. We couldn't seem to get around it. And I was like, I made a BLT. It was a southern BLT. I had, like, fried black kale. I had this awesome um, charred jalapeno mayo, like aioli. 
great. Everyone was great. And then they were like, oh, I'm so sorry, but it's just too, too thick cut bacon. They just didn't quite do it. And I was just like, oh, man. But it was fun. It was a fun time. It was really an eye-opening experience. If you ever have an opportunity to go overseas or over, you know, property lines, whatever, it's Canada. <laughs> Niagara um, Falls. Go over, go over rivers, uh, overseas and rivers to go to international locations to film. Really and truly study up on what those cultures like to eat, those nationalities, what they eat and how they make things. Because well, that's interesting. Yeah, I, I tried to do something authentic to me and it did not translate to the Canadian chefs and the Canadian judges. Like it just didn't. And it was, it was frustrating because they were like, oh no, cook the way you would cook. And I was like, okay. And then I did. And then they were like, mm, no, your bacon's too thick. And I'm like, no, that's how we eat it downstairs in the party apartment below your old person apartment. But whatever, it's fun. <laughs> Did a Canadian chef win? Yeah. There you go. There you go. Well, that, you know, oh, it's probably the same. I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, you're not going to win them all, like I said. So. That's how I feel about Montreal-style bagels. They're not a bagel. I'm from New York. What's, Those aren't bagels to me. What's a Montreal-style so. bagel? They, they add honey to it, honey and sugar. Into the bagel mix? And from... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so they're sweet. They're like a giant sweet like uh, pretzel. Now, are they good? Yeah, they're good. They're just different. They're sweet. It's like Montreal huh. steak seasoning. Which is also weird. Well, so it, wasn't, I don't like, it wasn't created in Montreal. It was created by a rival spice company of mine. What, McCormick? I didn't say it out loud. So McCormick, <laughs> here's a fun fact, is Literally in Baltimore, made in Baltimore County, Maryland. One of the places it's made. Oh. Yeah. Well, it's a big production thing here. So they make like. That in Chicago. Yeah, it's crazy. All right. I want to talk about Spiceology. Is that okay to talk about that now or not? Yeah, absolutely. I just want to talk about it. Do it. So what are your flavors, Christian? I have have some here, but I want you to tell everybody. Uh, So we've got the Maui Wowie. It's one of our signature blends. It's made with real pineapple fruit powder. Um, as you can see here from the whole hand I'm at home too, the Maui, Maui. Uh, we're not talking about weed or vibrators. We're talking about spices. And uh, so it's made with real <laughs> pineapple fruit powder. It also has tamari granules. So not soy sauce gran- uh, granules, but tamari granules, sesame seed, uh, chili flake. And then of course, like, you know, paprika, rice holes. So it's uh, truly like a Hawaiian teriyaki rub or blend. Uh, and it's one of my all-time favorites. The more you add, the sweeter it gets because of all that fruit powder. And then we also have our Greek Freak, which is our herbaceous Mediterranean blend. Real uh, citrus peel in there. Super herbaceous from all the oregano, the parsley, and that sea salt uh, flake as well. Like It's super urban, urban spice forward, like I said. We still use salt and sugar at Spiceology, but they're more accentuations. They, they highlight all of those fresh herbs, fresh spices, that citrus peel, um, and allow all of the spices to do all the talking instead of, you know, just making you pucker up and wish you had another glass of wine. Not saying you shouldn't have another glass of wine, just saying uh, Spiceology, it's, you know, all thriller, no filler. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, 
too much. And those are your two flavors? Those are my two, uh, two of my go-to flavors. I think um, another one of my super fun, fancy ones uh, would also be the Derek Wolf uh, beer-infused jalapeno lime pilsner. The beer-infused jalapeno lime mm-hmm. pilsner is dope. It is beer-infused, and like we actually put nitrous in the cans when you crack it it does the just like a can of beer it makes you know grill dads and and smoker moms are just like oh and then they show the friends and everybody goes crazy and then they all get drunk and forget about the food on the grill um but it's it's real good uh real good wow christian it's really 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 quite fantastic you can use it as like a, a dusting on potato chips or popcorn you also could use it in like if you wanted to make a crema out of it. Uh, just take like one part uh, sour cream, one part lime juice, and then two parts like two tablespoons of the actual dust itself. Mix all that together. Give it a little bit of lime, uh, a little bit more lime, a little bit of cilantro, a little bit of honey. You've got this wonderful crema with this like beer infused rub. Um, it just like I would like to say that we go beyond the grill. Like we're not just a barbecue rub company or a spice company. So everything that we do is meant for you know, counterculture, things that we want you to have on your kitchen counter and use all the time. I love that. Is Spiceology ever going to be available in the stores? You're going to have to always order it online. No, Spiceology is 1,000% available in stores. Uh, We actually are available in Sri Latab and from a limited offering there. We also are in your local hardware store, your Ace Hardware, your True Value, um, maybe even a Do It Best, um, so your hardware co-ops. You can find us in... Um, sportsman's warehouse uh, as well as like being able to find us yeah you can find us on like direct to consumer like on our website spiceology.com order there as well we have some products on amazon if that's more of your shtick uh so we're kind of we're everywhere we're just sprinkled in we're sprinkled in yeah you know gina you made that face when he said hardware stores that's what he when he told me that when i was talking to him i was like what one of my favorite stores is ace hardware i love to go in there because there's crazy things in there you just never know like they always have the big eggs the and the yeti everything and you know that's why i go to get my meyer soap and i it was but when he said that i had the same reaction you did which was like hardware store but yeah Yeah, they got real big into the grill game what's smart though right when you think about it it is super smart i mean I was inspired. That's what I inspired to make our cocktail today was from the maui wowie oh you got all wowie with the maui I said, I did like that. So did you invent, so is that your spice blend, those two that you mentioned, the Greek and the Maui Waui, right? No, those aren't my my specific blends. No, they're not. Okay. No. I do have one. What, what is it? It's called. Is it out yet? It's out. Well, it's sort of out. It's called Christian Gill's 12 Herbs and Spices. That's cool. Is it from Spiceology as well? Yeah. See. I've never seen that one. It's called, yeah, Christian Gill's 12 Herbs and Spices. It's the proprietary blend of herbs and spices that I use for my uh, fried chicken and catfish. So it's like, it's meant, it's a good all-purpose seasoning, but it's specifically meant for like frying foods. So you would add like four tablespoons of the dry mix with like a quarter cup of flour. And then there's your dry mix for your dredge for like chicken or for fish, whatever. And then you would take like half cup of buttermilk and a quarter cup of spices. There's your brine uh, to marinate your chicken or marinate all your fish in. So it's just kiss. See that? That's the one everybody wants. I've seen you cook like right next to me. 
Literally, this man can fucking fry and grill everything. Everything. Name it. Just fry it and grill it. Like, done. Like, not even, like, a like a, an issue. Me? I should not be allowed to use a fryer. Only for lockets. <laughs> Only for lockets. <laughs> and calamari. But although, the one, of course, the judge had one piece of calamari that was stuck together. Like, all your calamari is stuck together. Like, it is not all stuck together. It was one fucking piece. Anyway. Um, let's talk about, well, let's take a drink. Is that okay, Louise? Can we make yeah, a drink? Yeah, absolutely. All right. So um, if you haven't listened to episode one, you need to go back up and you have to learn how to make the P-Mix. The P-Mix is a blend of um, orange, lemon, pineapple, thyme, and sage. And you know what we're going to do is we're going to actually scoop this. I'm serving this warm. And we are going to uh, put this into a glass. And we're going to use a pinch of our um, Maui Wowie in here because it's just really delicious. And if you want, if you make the same day, you can use the fruit. If you're not going to use the same day, you strain it off and, um, you know, just use the liquid and you can drink it hot or cold. And I like making this batch, like a lot of it. And then I just have it on hand and I'll just drink it. And it's like a feel good, um, you know, it's just like a feel good kind of thing. And then you're going to add one ounce of of uh, tequila to it and if you want or you can drink this non-alcoholic and you know what it is January it, it, you know I do participate in um, dry-ish January like if it's a good party I'm not going to not drink but if I'm not going to anything really good in January other than New Year's Eve I will um, <laughs> stay dry just kind of roll it back a little bit that's all so you add an ounce of tequila not too much so it's an ounce to every six ounces of your mix and then you're going to add just a little pinch and i mean a pinch like like a pinch of the mix and then you're just going to give it a stir and that is it see like right. you stay dry meanwhile i'm over here i'll add enough tequila to stay moist so <laughs> that's just how i roll it's so good and you can let this sit like, this is one of those things I'm telling you. Make a batch of at home. Put it in your refrigerator. Start drinking it. Pineapple is an amazing, gorgeous, antioxidant, delicious, so good for you. Pack the vitamins. Get into pineapple again. Find pineapple again in your life. Like, just get into it. Considering it's January, can I know this is scary, but could you use um, frozen pineapple? As long as yeah. it's just like fresh frozen. Yeah, so I started making this tea when I, um, because I, I like the core, you can't really gnaw on, you know, you know like yeah. the core of a pineapple. You're like, uh, uh, uh. Although you go to all of these different catering places where you buy like fruit at like, um, I don't know, grocery store, like a, you know, like a, like a fruit platter and they leave the fucking core in there like it's a thing. You take the core out, don't eat the core, but make tea with the core because that's awesome use of it. Um, this is this is delicious. You could, I mean, this is like you said, cold or hot. I have it warm. I, it'd be really good. I mean, yeah, this is lovely. Yeah, I mean, I drink this like I drink it warm, um, or like I guess I just put it in your refrigerator. Also, keeping that kind of stuff, like you know, using you know the ends and the dregs and stuff into making different like teas or juicing it. You know, you get a lot of um, vitamins out of that kind of stuff, and like yeah. you know. You know, just and, and you're also not wasting it. I hate the waste. Yep. yep. Like exactly. God, you know how long it takes to grow a pineapple? How many people tend to your pineapples? And then you just like toss it. You know what I mean? I, I find it fascinating um where your food come from comes from and like how long, how much water, how much care, 
you know, like a, like a dozen eggs. You know, I, I have chickens, right? I talk about that all the time. It takes so long to get an egg. It's like yeah. so precious. And, um, you know, it's amazing. We take it for granted. You go to a grocery store full of food, but the food does have places that comes from, so respect it. And no, use it all right. the you're way. 100% right. Yep. So the yep. new so year. Whatnot, waste yeah. not, waste not, whatnot. Yeah. Waste um, not so where are they going to go to get it, though? You're going to go to uh, Designated Drinker Dot Show for the tips, tricks, how to, and the recipe to make this um, wonderful New Year elixir. New you. Inspired by Christian. Exactly. Inspired by. Um, and then you could always just scroll into your uh, <laughs> into your episode notes to get those links um, directly. We'll definitely have links to getting to um, Spiceology. Um, so that way when you are ready to make your Maui Wowie cocktail, it's going to be there for you. And then when you have all of that wow. leftover Maui Wowie uh, blend, you can make a pineapple fried rice out of it. Ooh. Recipe is on kitsch.com or spiceology.com. You can find it there too. Gina and I got you on both sides of the field. Yum. Yeah, that's a good one. That does sound good. Let me make you some. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Instead of instead of doing a, a biscuit pop-up, pop you want a fried rice pop-up, Gina? <laughs> I still yeah. want the biscuit pop-up, but I want to eat fried rice with you late I was night. I sure. you can do late night fried rice pop-up called ratchet rice and just play trap music the whole night. Done. Sold. Ratchet yeah. rice. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna bring that you're gonna bring that trap to uh DC and they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna come for you. Sorry. They're gonna be like, oh that's not that's not the kind of music we listen to in DC, but all right, we're in. Whatever. I you know what I'm from the South, so just gotta bring a little southern with me. If I'm gonna bring biscuits, I'm gonna bring some beets. <laughs> Um, I'm ready, Christian. I told you. We, we missed the date. We will announce one in, in 2023. You know, the stay tuned. This, and then we'll do something this um, coming, in the next coming months, hopefully. Yes. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's January now, so like, hopefully we'll get something by spring or um, early summer. Spring sounds like it that could works. work for, you know, I mean, unless, Gina, you're just too busy being a champion on the next couple shows, so. Oh, gosh. I um, we have a lot going on, you know. We uh, you know, we have a new restaurant coming. It's very busy. It's busy time. When's it not say? Is it ever not busy for you though, Gina? Exactly. Yeah. I know. I don't know. I don't know. I keep adding to my plate. Everyone's like, "Don't you? Aren't you busy enough?" I'm like, "I guess I'm not," because I'm always like, "Oh, I'll just do this." How dare you judge me for being busy? And you, madam, (laughs) stay busy. It's crazy. I don't Absolutely. know. I don't know what it is. I feel like they have more um, buffalo and bergen to give people, so I want to keep giving it. I'm like, okay. that's it. And I concentrate on my. I stay in my playing field. Late night bars and bagels. I'm okay with that. The bagel lady. Yes, the bagel lady. The bagel she lady. also likes to let it loose at last call. The bagel lady. I like the bagel lady. All right, Gene. I think it's time. I think this one's you. Start it off. <laughs> that's right. All right, Louise, you're saying it's my time to ask him his question. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Okay. Do it. So Christian, I, you know, we know that you're, um, you know, from Kentucky, right. And, you know, you live on this Ohio border, which nobody understands because nobody knows what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> so in this day and age, you know, everybody identifies themselves with some sort of, you know, mythical 
or um, spiritual animal, and they'll be like, you know, I really identify with the Bengal tiger because I love football, and it's like my favorite, um, you know, in a tiger, whatever, fastest tiger in the world. If you can identify yourself with one ingredient, whether it's for food or for drink, and that would be your spirit ingredient, what would that ingredient be and why? MSG. <laughs> why? It's the flavor enhancer. I don't, I don't spice up anyone's lives. I just enhance the flavor of their day. Oh. Maybe if I had, had MSG earlier in life, then my marriage would have worked out. But you know what? We live in a war. <laughs> I uh, should have sprinkled some MSG on my marriage. Uh, but it's okay. Here we are. MSG. MSG, because because it because everyone sleeps on MSG, and everyone sleeps on me quite often, uh, or everyone slept on me, and then they're just like, oh, like MSG is, it's, there's a lot of uh, racist undertones to it, and being, it's misunderstood. I tend to be misunderstood. Mostly because my hair is a different color every three or four months, and people just you know think that that makes me weird. But like you know, MSG is actually derived from um, you know glutamate, which is natural sodium, also natural. Monosodium glutamate actually exists naturally in things. The umami that comes from Parmesan cheese—that's basically MSG, just natural MSG. Sea uh, seaweeds, another one, natural MSG, and so it's like. I am the natural MSG to my friends' lives. I love that. I totally love that. Although I do not ever, and I want to make this very clear, suggest that anybody ever have an MSG martini. Okay. I Do well, not do that. They, they did that on, I think, Milk Street. And I was like, what do we do? Like, what? Oh, like, there's, there's times when you can overindulge and go too far. That is one of those times. Don't treat MSG like World of Warcraft or butt stuff. Like, don't do that. Just, you're curious about it. Go all in. Don't, don't listen to, just, just go all in. Just go all in. Okay, then. I don't know where it's going. Dive in. Don't do, don't do butt stuff with MSG. Don't do that. Don't do butt stuff with MSG. That stuff can be tasty. It doesn't need MSG to, you know, flavor it up. You just... <laughs> I don't know where I was going with all that. You cut out what you want. All the pieces are there. I already love 2023. All the pieces are there. Love 2023. Thank you, Christian Gill. I love 2023. <laughs> <laughs> this year, I will just say whatever I want. That's up my... <laughs> my my uh, resolution is to say whatever I want, not whatever I feel. So there you go. To 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 twenty twenty three. All right. On that note, all we can do is shut it down. <laughs> Cheers, everyone. <laughs> Cheers. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Bussa. Woo. Woo. Sorry, Louise. I'm sorry. Good Lord. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm don't be. Don't be. Kim, Kim's gonna work her magic. <laughs> no way. Keep the butt stuff in there. The Designated Drinker Show is produced by Missing Link, a podcast media company that is dedicated to connecting people to intelligent, engaging, and informative content. Also in the Missing Link lineup of podcasts is Roger That, 
a podcast dedicated to guiding you through the haze of dementia, led by skilled caregivers, Bobby and Mike Carducci. Now, if you're looking for a whole new way to enjoy the theater, check out Between Acts, an immersive audio theater podcast experience. Each episode takes you on a spellbinding journey through the works of newfound playwrights, from dramas to comedies and everything in between. Find Missing Link's League of Podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. Please don't forget to subscribe, download, and review the shows. Your review helps our shows reach new audiences. To find out more about Missing Link, visit missinglink.company. That's missinglink.company.